From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Seriously? You don't read your text? That's no, I that. don't. As a matter of fact, I don't. Obviously. Well, I know. I know Jonathan's in the woods. Chew boy. Are we on? I don't know. Yes, Hi, we welcome everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors broadcasting live this morning out at Fishhawk. Fishhawk Sporting Clays. Beautiful morning. I got the uh, the uh, phone call on the way here uh, from Glenn Kimmon telling me that the uh, mosquito population was just overwhelming and i don't i haven't had one out here yet well that's a good thing because uh gordon went over there and fired up this big uh fan and it's helped move some of the mosquitoes away but that's uh, not, so, that's not say, military training you see that yeah but, <laughs> I like yep, that. exactly yeah. but i also want to thank uh thank the lord for giving us the wisdom and some of these folks that are out there to come up with this thermosail thermosail baby thermosail great it's one of the greatest inventions of mankind if you I haven't bought one or used one, and you suffered through it, then who's the fool? Thanks for bringing it, Glenn, because I forgot mine. Well, we all. Well, Gordon <laughs> Usually said you throw you them would, underneath the table. It's, yeah. it's turkey season. Why is not everything in your vehicle? Because I took everything out of my vehicle because I don't like leaving it at the airport. Because we don't live in a washing machine box like you, Bill George, <laughs> with everything stuffed inside of it. Because I don't keep everything I own in the back of my <laughs> That's truck. What I'm That's saying. what I'm saying. <laughs> I, keep, I keep waiting to show up to a remote pushing a shopping cart. It's got everything already <laughs> in it. We're going to. We'll be reading the story where there was just a minor fender bender in a parking lot at a local store, and Bill George's left us because of something flew and hit him in the back of the head. No. (laughs) Like a a chainsaw or something like that. It's wedged in pretty tight. It'll be described as a Honda versus, apparently, we think it's an RV because everything (laughs) fell out of it, but the kitchen sink went in. Why why do you think when I hang out with him and I'm in the front seat, I wear a helmet? (laughs) Never know what's going to hit you in the back of the head? yep. Well, we are on here broadcasting live out at Fishhawk Sporting Clays today. Uh, Jonathan is out in the woods. I think he's taking his daughter. I think his niece. His niece. Oh, his then, niece. Uh, for that turkey hunt that they had at the uh, yeah. FFA banquet. So he's really not that far away from us, uh, if you think about it, straight as the uh, crow flies. But uh, So he's not going to be out joining us today, but we're going to do the show and then later on go out and shoot a round of Sporting Clays for uh, Trinity uh, Sportsman's Ministries and... Uh, I saw your boy out here earlier this morning. Everybody's out here setting up tables and getting things done because it's not only going to be a, a good shoot, but also a nice lunch. Yeah. And later on, uh, lots of giveaways, raffles, auction items, things like that, that uh, Glenn will be winning all of. So I noticed he got the bed of his truck nice and clean and empty, ready for all the prizes to be loaded up oh, at yeah. the end of the day. Well, I, I've, I, I have seen one thing particular out here that uh, – I would like to be the owner of, and that's that fire ring that was donated by W.D. Wilson. Oh, they had a nice one last year. I, well, they had, there's two here this week. Oh, really? Uh, a, don- a, se- a second donation was uh, given with another fire ring, and uh, it's one of those that's real super duty that I need out there to burn all the logs that keep falling from the trees <laughs> in my yard. It's amazing how that happens. But uh, if you want to come out, you can still make it out here today. Yeah, we might be able to slide you on to another team if someone is short one or add one up or if four strangers come out. It's, hey, this is all about fellowship. Make your own little crew and uh, go on out there and shoot today. 
I think we're going to – are you going to let Gordon shoot in your place today? Yeah, uh, Gordon, if You're going to shoot with with Trinity, aren't you? Are you going to join their team or are No, you? I have a uh, – we have a church cup uh, participation this year with the Countryside Baptist Church. There's two teams. Uh, if one falls short, I'll be that backup guy. If not, then I'll just be up here hanging out looking at all the stuff that I'd like to take home with me. Well, I tried to get my son to, to come out and do it today with the, the – uh, take his 20-gauge and go out – and have a good time and just shoot pine trees. But uh, I don't think I'm going to get him out of the truck. They're still snoozing in there. Yeah, I don't so I just brought him as a driver. Oh, I'll shoot. I'll get my jeeves. Bring the, bring the cart around. And uh, speaking of carts, did you see the one that we brought? Or I should say Glenn actually brought it. But I arranged for it to be brought. Did you see it? Did you see it? Yep. Gordon, did I you see, see that. it? Nice. Have you, not, have you not seen one of these? I've seen it. If y'all would have been out at Bone Valley... Uh, a couple is of weeks this, back, this is this one is of the, the, units, the, the big one that you guys kept talking about. This is the Prowler EV. This is the electric one. See uh, that big giant motor in the front, and one in the back. It's four wheel drive, seventy two volt. That thing, thing is gets yeah. it, boy. Wow. Are, are you guys good here? I'm going to go for a ride. Go for it. Go for it. Go for a ride. Wow. I'm telling you, take it. Go now. I want to see you drive away. Is it keys in it? No, wow. he's got to sign a waiver over here. No, first. he does not. That's, that's <laughs> one of those. He works for us. If he dies, we'll just bury him over there. My she wife would be money. happy. She gets insurance money. <laughs> no, no, but that's the EV. You have no. three more months. <laughs> Bill uh, Bill over at G5 Feeding Outdoors yesterday, he's like, hey, tell Glenn to come pick up the EV, man. Take it out there and use it on the uh, Sporting Clays uh, event tomorrow. Drive it around. Let everybody see it and go have a good time. And, and uh, I texted Glenn yesterday, and he's like, okay, I'll come over after work. That's a... Uh that's Loaded a su- it up. souped up golf cart right there, man. Dude, yeah, it's a supercharged. That thing will go up the side of that building if you let it. That's because you, you, you don't want to walk again like last year, do you? No, I didn't not, walk. I didn't he walk. didn't even shoot last he year. Didn't shoot. Oh, that's walked. right. Glenn shoot. shot twice uh, last the, year. The, yeah. The part I, he, you keep forgetting about last year is you lost. I don't know. Listen, I had no glasses this year. I have my glasses, and I almost left the house without them. I had to go back in, open up everything, go run inside, get them, and then. Apparently, uh, apparently, I sucked it up really bad last year. Yeah, Carly, (laughs) you know, because Glenn shot twice. He's like, even I shot great, but you shot really horribly yesterday. Even, even though. This is supposed to be an event where you're supposed to have fun, Bill George. Fun. <laughs> fun. Fellowship. I have okay? fun in beating you with your own gun. Yeah. Well, we'll, see. Was, we'll see this year. Yeah. Right. Braden, Braden actually did pretty good. He shot a 42 last year. Uh, so that's going to be a, wow. a, a bench for him to reach. It's going to be tough. I did it from the couch. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> uh, well, I brought the Winchester today. So uh, we'll see how that barks. What did you bring? End up finding. What did you bring? Your Benelli? Beretta. The Beretta? Yeah. What choke tube did you bring? Improved cylinder. I thought you were going to bring the improved modified. Oh, you don't have I one. I didn't have one. Oh. Uh, I don't have to ask Glenn what he brought because it just says J.C. Higgins on the side. Yeah, yeah. He Sears and Robot. Yeah, I, I must, modified, I think. I, is, I must say, he can't handle that shotgun. And, All right, I but I did, bring, I did bring an extra one as a backup in case somebody was short. Uh, my uh, Charles Daly yeah. that I wanted at the turkey banquet. The camo one? Yeah. We've had that thing for what twelve years now? Uh, no, it's, all, it's, it's probably been, been a while. 10, at least, yeah. well, the JC he's had for forty years. I yeah. think that was a nineteen fifty-two. I hate that gun. 
That's a that one was 1952. I that J.C. Higgins has stolen more doves from me on dove fields <laughs> than you can ever imagine. And, and I mean, like, dude, for like from here to that tree right there, and I'm like getting ready, it falls out of the sky. Glenn goes, "You waited too long." <laughs> What were you waiting on, man? I was like, I was waiting for him to get closer. Hell, I thought that thing for sixty yards. What's the deal? I'm like, oh man, come on. And Bill George has everything. What did you bring? His truck, what so. did you bring, Bill? Did you bring a turkey gun this year? Well, I I do have two turkey guns in my car because it is turkey season. The last weekend, by the way. But yeah. but mm-hmm. they do not. I can't really shoot what I have here, so I I, I want to beat Carlos with his own gun again. <laughs> Carlos, you I would just you beat me by like a shot or two, okay? And hey, I wasn't wearing hey, glasses. I would last have. place only has one position. Well, that's fine. <laughs> I was here for the fun and fellowship. Just tell him you'll have to use the uh, Charles Day. <laughs> Hey, when it, yeah, you might have to use that one because you can't afford a competition. Didn't <laughs> no, you show up with like some thirteen round? Uh, no, no, no. I had, uh, I had last year. I had my uh, Remington eight seventy with an EOTech side on it and uh, high brass uh, long beard XLs. <laughs> but you can't shoot those out here. <laughs> sure you can. No. Yeah, sure you can. Well, not on the range. It's not designed for. Long range shells for chopping the tops of trees yeah, off. Yeah, Is that yeah. what he said? Yeah, especially with a full chip. That's because he couldn't bring his three hundred wind mag. Oh wow! Pull, <laughs> pull. I figure if I just turn around and get a jump on it, aim at that great big orange thing at targets over there, I get them all broken. Probably, yeah. yeah. A whole get a whole box of them in one shot. But yeah. Well, Gordon, did you bring anything at all, or were you not anticipating on shooting today? I brought my eleven hundred. Your what? 1100. Your Remington? Yep. Oh, sweet. My my Remington 1100, I had the Magnum version, and it it likes high brass. If I don't have high brass, it it doesn't cycle. What are you talking about? My Remington 1100. What year is it? They had an issue with those when they first seemed like uh, everybody had them. What year is it? I don't know. It was 80. You don't know. When did you buy it? Let's say say 82 to 83, somewhere in there. It's because you didn't break it in properly, sir. No, that's probably because he piled, you know, a couple hundred pounds of stuff on it. No, the that was hit the barrel. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have the three-inch version. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> it turns around. If you have high brass, it it works just fine. But if I try and shoot two and three-quarter low brass out of it, is it an ejection problem or yes. what? Okay. All right, we'll talk about it a little more when we come back from break. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors broadcasted out here in the beautiful wilds of Fishhawk Sporting Clays this morning. What a great day, man. Perfect temperature. It's going to be awesome. If this breeze keeps up, it's going to be a beautiful day out here today. We hope to see you out here. Where are the Big and Wild Outdoors? Brought to you by G5 Feet and Outdoors. And Brandon Ford. We'll be back. Here we go. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Broadcasting live out here this morning out at the Fishhawk Sporting Clays. Uh, we're out here with uh, Trinity Sportsman's uh, out here on their uh, fundraiser this day. And uh, before the break, uh, let me just remind everybody, Jonathan is not here today, but Bill George is here, uh, and Carlos, the Cuban redneck, is here. Glenn's Glenn's out uh, shaking hands and kissing babies, and Gordon went, ran to his truck real quick and grabbed his 1100 um, so we could take a look at it and and, uh, admire the... The beautiful wood on he there. He even has a Remington sock to go over it. Well, you know, that's one of those things where uh, it's probably a nice silicone impregnated uh, covering device that helps it to keep uh, from corroding. Well, that way, if it's bouncing around in the trunk of his car or something, it 
keeps it finished. Did you see the wood on it? That's yeah. got some very pretty wood on it. I know. Mine looks a lot like it. Yeah, but yours is a PO whatever because it uh, well, won't eject shells. No, it just likes high brass. It just so it. you put up Can with you that. Tell the listeners what high no, brass no, is. No, you got to understand. Yeah, you know the what? Very He's first got a good gun. Point. Explain the, what high brass is. And high brass is a thing of the past. No, it's not. You can still find it. <laughs> just got to get off the wallet. You just got to get off the wallet. That's yeah, right. You can find but, it. But um, with, that was the very first gun I ever purchased, and it was the beginning of my always have to have the bigger, the batter, and whatnot. There was the lemming under it that was the two and three quarter inch at the time, but I had to go with the three inch. Uh, in nineteen eighty, early eighties, you know, I, I purchased the gun that was one of my very first. Uh, Guns in which I funded the purchase of way back when, and um, it served me well. But it it likes high brass, high brass shells. The the metal part that encases the the primer goes a little further up. It generally has a little, probably a few more drams worth of powder in it than um, you know Convention. your normal uh, dove or clay pigeon target shooting loads, and it just produces a little bit more pressure to cycle that it's a gas operated gun it's not a inertia or whatever did you get now all from, that now from a from a guy you, from a guy who works at a gun shop or has worked in a gun shop for years how'd i do on layman's terms that's pretty good except for the a lot of people tell you that the high brass was put on there to protect the base of the shelf from expansion so it makes it easier to eject with the higher velocities because plastic has a tendency to bulge. Okay. So, you know, if you have any differentials inside the the chamber that, you know, it, it, it causes the shell to stick, so it makes it easier to eject. So it's an ejection problem whenever your gun's doing it, or is it stove piping, or is it not? It, 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 not, it doesn't bring throw the, them out? It'll bring the bolt back, and then go and straight the shell, back in. the shell will come partway out, yeah. usually. I just, I just shoot. It sounds More like you really need shells. To, that's you a stove really pipe. Need. Anyway. You just need what? Go ahead and get rid of it. What? Save yourself the headache and the frustration. I well, just, you can do that, or you can lighten up the springs in it. Send it back to Remington. There's and no tell me spring. What? Well, there's, there's no there's spring a, in there. There is, one, there is a, a very light spring, but... Yeah, the bolt has to go back somehow. Yes, well, <laughs> there, there is... So, yeah. you know, you got to have a spring in there. Bill, I'll tell you this. Uh, on the market value right now, it's running about four fifty. For I probably inch. didn't lose any money. So, <clears throat> but I, I'll do you a good favor. I won't even uh, negotiate. I'll just give you what the going price is four fifty for. Now. What? Tell me you give him two and a half <laughs> or less. Well, Bill's a friend, so I, I don't want to uh, beat him up. Over I've never gotten price. rid of. Oh, I've gotten rid of one gun. I gave it away, but um, well, then I'll. I'll this will be that, that was shipping. a Mossberg 835 <laughs> turkey killing gun. Do I rate in the classification of just giving away a gun? There, no, bro? that gun's gone. <laughs> <laughs> had I gotten that, and I still had that gun, I might give it to you. I can but tell you I can, that was a brutal, brutal gun. I would try to get Gordon's, but with him got the fancy soccer in it, I know that's a that's a keepsake. That's not, it's not that, going that I inherited pretty. that gun. So well, you know, I, I would tell you, anywhere. Bill. Uh, I had a Benelli Black Eagle with the same issue. I'd come out here and shoot sporting clays, and I'm basically shooting a, a single shot because I'd have to clear it, it stovepipe out the side. And everybody, even Steve Austin, was like, well, all you got to do is just get the spring kit, take it in, go on. I went, you know what? 
If it doesn't want to work properly on everything as it should, then why do I want to keep it? Why do I want to? It's like saying I bought this brand new truck, but the transmission's really bad and it only has have third gear, so you just have to keep it through first and second. But all you got to do is just change everything in there and it'll be fine. You know what? Get rid of the truck. You know, do what you got to do. So bye bye. So the Benelli went to see you later. So turkey loads, so somebody duck else loads, got the goose loads. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but see, the person who's going to buy that gun is going to buy it for those purposes. It's going to be strictly their turkey gun or strictly a duck gun or whatever it is. And it'll cycle those loads all day. But anything out here, sporting clays, light, anything like it, forget it. No way. Dove field, you look like a jerk. You're out there going, boom, click. You're trying to clear it. It's just a pain in the butt. Well, I shot doves. I just shot doves with expensive shells. <laughs> World's most expensive doves. Those doves cost me forty six ninety five for four. I got four of them. Most delicious, expensive doves ever. And uh, now this one that you brought out, Gordon, uh, you said it was an inherited one. Where did you get it from? Uh, my cousin up in Pennsylvania. Really? Yep. Are y'all did related he? to Bill? No. Okay. Did he shoot slugs not through that it? He knows. I'm not too sure. I wonder why he went with a full choke instead of a modified usually. Well, maybe he was using the full choke and uh, some double alt through it for hunting. That's what I'm thinking. If it's a Pennsylvania no, gun. That that I can tell you is can't use not. A, the, yep, can't, can't use double alt buck. Can't use buckshot in Pennsylvania. You used to be able to use pumpkin balls and all Pumpkin balls, yes. Yeah. Buckshot, no. no. Well, you could use a slug. Slug. But could. why would you get a slug gun, use slugs through a full choke? Why not? Use a Brennicky or something like that through there? It'd be fine. Give you a little more accuracy, a little more choke down on it. You'd be fine. But it'll be interesting to see how you do out here today on anything close. Especially if they have that rabbit going by. I, I think, <laughs> blowing I think, holes in the ground with it. I thing. think Carlos <laughs> is maybe uh, safe from the last place. Screw you, Bill. <laughs> Don't even. <laughs> well, Gordon, I'll make you a good offer you can't refuse. I'll let you use the J.C. Higgins. Nope. If no? you need it. Nope. No. Well, you might be able to go in there and get another choke, maybe. What's they this? might have one. What's this hey. Ruger you brought over here? What we, is this? We thing? may have to bring out the EOTech. <laughs> nope. Oh, no, you don't want that. No, you'll go do it. If you're, if you're familiar with it and that's your gun, then use it. No, you can does. open that up and look at it. What, what is it? What here, uh, what'd you bring me? Is this for me? Is this my birthday? What's this the deal? One of the guys that's shooting today, he's never shot clays before and doesn't even own a shotgun. And this is what he brought? No, that's actually from our good friend Dave. That's, that's one of his. 1022? So he, uh, Ooh, fancy. that's sweet. Here, here, I got you that improved modified choke if you need it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you got a Ruger, it'll work. When you have to put that thing together like that, that's nice. It just means more work. That's nice, man. Is this a red label? Oh, that's I tell you. Yeah, those are nice. Hey, it won't be long before those are outlawed because, man, you can conceal that way too easy when you can take it apart so easy. This could be a violin. Oh. Just put it in a violin case. You'll be fine. Oh, yeah. Who's going to know? <laughs> Unless they ask you to play a tune. You take this bang out <laughs> and you only know two notes, bang and bang. That's all you got. Could be. It's a multiple shot you know, shotgun, so I don't know. We'll have to see. Fancy. The way things are going these days uh, with the way... Uh, legislatures are jumping on every other passing boat. We're going to have to see where it's going to end up. We're still all in a flux at the gun shop, man, seriously, because it took the FDLE forever to take that 18, you know, all the exemptions and all that stuff off of it. And they're still, FDLE is still telling people that you can be 18 and have a hunting license and a certificate 
and not have to wait the three days. Whereas the uh, the state and, and the local are saying, no, it's not the way it is. So you have two different agencies giving you two different answers. Well, it's a tough situation. I mean, uh, everything, when, when you just start passing something to try to piece a uh, Someone, it really uh, puts a lot of hiccup in the process. Yeah. Well, you know how government works. One hand doesn't know what the other hand's doing at all. at all. But anyway, we're out here today. We know what we're doing. We're coming out for charity. We're going to be out here shooting today, and uh, we're going to see how, how well we do. Uh, what kind of ringers you got coming out here for your team there? Uh, well, we have a, a young man that's uh, that shoots pretty good, but the other fellow that's going to be using that shotgun, uh, he's never shot, so I think it'll be a offset. It'll it'll even it out. So he just went and bought this beautiful Ruger without knowing how to actually use no, it. Or? He didn't listen. That was brought for him for to him use. to he's use. A, he, he's he shot. So it. he's never shot this gun. No, he's never shot it. So he doesn't know how it patterns or anything. Never. There's a there's a choke wrench in there, right, Carlos? We'll just go ahead and take those chokes out of there and set them over to the side. We'll see how he does on yeah. this cylinder bore. Whoa. <laughs> Throwing it out there. Whoa. It might be pretty good. We are being a wild out here at Fishhawk Sporting Clays. Come and see us. Brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. Brandon Ford, and we'll be right back. Easy, dude. Gonna pull some Karat Magal. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are broadcasting live out here this morning at Fishhawk Sporting Clays. A nice, cool, beautiful morning. We're all getting ready, and it's gonna be a good day of shooting. And then we'll have some uh, lunch afterwards, and lots of uh, raffles and giveaway items. If you don't want to come out and shoot today, if you're in the area, you should at least come on by, throw a few bucks on the table, get some tickets. Put them in for some of the drawings that they're going to be doing. Uh, I haven't had a chance to peruse over at the gifts yet, but I'm seeing a very nice cooler from that, my that looks like one couple that of coolers. Me. And uh, oh, does does it look like a, a one of those attack yetis? Yes. <laughs> I see uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, There's a pile eight, of them. Eight good uh, looking fishing rod reel combos over there, and uh, a couple of blinds, a couple of blinds, and some other stuff over there. So and that There's big, that big fire ring. That's the firing? Yes, with the cook. It's stainless. It's uh, really nice. I thought that was like a cattle wa- uh, waterer. That thing is huge. That's nice, man. That's a Glen Fire big. That is a, that is a Glen Fire pit right there. And uh, they'll be uh, giving that stuff away, auctioning it off, and all that kind of stuff later on this afternoon. Uh, before we came back, during the break, you heard the uh, Textron commercial playing, and uh, I did want to remind everybody that Five has officially gotten the uh, the uh, Wildcat Double X's in. There's two of them there, and those things are wickedly awesome. Those are thing when you had the biggest and greatest and the biggest, the biggest and the baddest. I, I'm telling there you, man. Uh, if you if you came out to Bone Valley a couple of weekends ago and got a chance to drive the uh, Wildcat that was out there, this thing eats that i mean it is it's wider it's got more room in it uh the engine in the back of that thing they make a turbo kit an aftermarket turbo kit that bumps that thing up to 300 horsepower that's, that's it'll scary. literally take the, it'll lift the front <laughs> wheels straight off the ground like you see on those desert dune buggy videos and stuff where they just go right up the hill and uh I, that wildcat is awesome i mean it's beautiful and it's already set up for 
I mean, you could take it tomorrow to go do the Baja 500. I mean, you can do whatever you want to in it. <laughs> That's uh, just so, so re-entry isn't too bad in it? No. You, they actually took a stock one and ran it at the Hammers this past season and did extremely well with it just as is, just stock, with nothing, no improvements, no anything on it. And uh, if you want to go by and take a look at them, I suggest you go do it. Go by G5 today. They're opening up at 8 o'clock. So you got time to go over there and take a look at them. Tell me you want to go see the Wildcat Double X. And uh, they'll show it to you for sure. But we're going to be taking the EV around today. We brought that out with us today so that we can go do the electric cart drive around. But it's not like your typical electric cart. It's four-wheel drive, and when you hit the gas on that thing, you better be holding on. Well, you got to have your seatbelt on because that, that, it's just a, it's a deceiver. You get in it, it's not your golf cart that you normally get in an electric cart and take off. It thing will, it's got so much torque. <laughs> It'll just spin the wheels just off of takeoff. But. It will, all four of them, right off the bat. Now, I wanted to bring this up because I, I got this sent to me. I signed up for the newsletters for the Department of uh, Natural Resources up in Georgia because we have so many people who hunt head to there. Georgia every year and go hunt every leave year. Leave Florida. Yeah, they leave Florida and go up there. Like you. But what I did not understand, they sent me this one because, you know, it's not hunting season up there except for turkeys. But I didn't know because... I just always assumed that we were always the bad guys here in the state of Florida when it came to killing manatees. But apparently, they kill quite a few of them up in Georgia in their waters as well. So as much far, so I didn't know boats. they went that far. Yeah, with boats. So apparently, uh, they kill as many of them to where Georgia actually had to send me uh, a nice little thing. Hey, you know, make sure you're watching out for the uh, manatees on the shores, you know, offshore here in Georgia, and also sea turtles. Got to be careful not to hit those things as well. And I said, wow, I didn't know that they extended that far. And That's it's nice cool. to know that the, the burden of, uh, of uh, homicide is not all on us. No, what that tells me <laughs> is the population has grown so much that it's spreading all over the place. Either that or they got lost. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know like, where they're going. Yeah, they like that, bad they, sense they, of direction. They got a little like armadillo me. in them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See a headlight and stop. Oh! You know, don't want to go anywhere. But I just thought that was pretty interesting that they would send me that thing saying, hey, make sure you watch out for the manatees and sea turtles when you're hey, up in Georgia. Was that, was was like, that in uh, Toby's cookbook? Uh, I don't think he had a recipe for Because oh, okay. uh, he had all that. sorts of weird stuff in his in his uh, cookbook. So <laughs> I don't know if that was one of them. And uh, also we have to say congratulations to a young lady up in the Carolinas, an 8-year-old. I look at my 8-year-old daughter and think, how in the world? But this girl, did you hear? She actually caught a 100-pound catfish. A 100-pound catfish up in Kerr Lake up there. That's This little girl tagged it, got it, brought it in all by her little lonesome. Because they thought it might be a record type thing. So they weren't, you know, everybody was like, don't touch the pole. Don't, don't well, help her in any was, way. Was it one of them little Barbie spin casts? Uh, you um, know, it didn't say exactly what she <laughs> caught it with, you know? but... Uh, it would be uh, quite a defeat if she did it with a Zepco 202 yeah. Barbie spin cast. Yeah. Powerpuff Girls or, or something. Uh, yeah. Spider-Man or, yep. you know, something like that. Eight years old, 100-pound catfish. And I'm thinking back when I was eight years old, I think the biggest fish I ever caught was maybe a four or five-pound <laughs> bass out of the stock pond. Some of my fa- favorite times is at that age is going around with a little fishing pole and catching little brook trout 
in in little itty bitty streams running around through Pennsylvania. You catch so many fish, you take off a big old sock and you start <laughs> putting the fish in the sock. Wow, too. you you guys had it made. I, I was swatting horse flies in, in, on the concrete. I can't believe you actually wore socks. <laughs> who, wore, who wore socks in back the summertime? then? <laughs> I Mama socks. still dressed you back then. Oh, is that what it was? Mama still put your socks on, Bell, before you go out and go fishing. Don't take, your, don't take your daddy's socks. <laughs> and uh, speaking of fishing, I wanted this to kind of go hand in hand. Speaking of eight-year-olds and fishing, uh, our, if you haven't found out, our Panfish Challenge, as the date has been set, it is June 16th. It's going to be happening up at the Panavista Lodge up at Lake Panasofki. And uh, I thought it was very interesting. I was talking to a lot of people at G5 yesterday. And two people that I spoke to, because they came in with kids, I said, uh, hey, you know, there's a, a nice kid-friendly fishing tournament coming up. And they said, yeah, we saw it on Facebook. So they already knew about it. Yeah. <clears throat> and I talked to Jim Veal yesterday, and uh, he said, if anybody, make sure you mention that if you want to get a cabin or anything like that, you need to call pretty quick because apparently they're going. They're going really, really fast. Yeah, they're moving. Whenever he called, get, get you guys to call and what your accommodation needs were. Uh, that was just, uh, I said, already? And he said, yeah, they're going like crazy. And the, and the pontoon boat. So if you're looking for an opportunity and you need a boat, but you want to fish and don't own one, you can call Jim. I think he has several uh, uh, kicker boats, but he's, the pontoon boats are limited. And uh, and another thing that really puts a, a lot into it is it's Father's Day weekend. So what a great opportunity to spend Father's Day with the kids and the family out on the water right. uh, during the panfish tournament. Uh, so go ahead and call Jim Veal at Panda Vista Lodge. Uh, you can Google that. You can look on our Facebook page uh, for Panda Vista Lodge. All the information's on there. The rules are out. It's very simple. Uh, nothing. There's nothing major on there. It's just the biggest rule on the form to fill out and agree to is that you're going to come and have a great time with the family. That's right. So um, everything is pretty much state law requirements and uh, limits and restrictions. Other than that. You're good to go. Well, I know that we're uh, pretty good on the uh, prize money so far. I think we're at five fifty for uh, the overall win, and a hundred is hundred or hundred fifty. What do we bump it up to for uh, biggest shell cracker, biggest uh, bluegill? Are we still at a hundred, or, or we got bumped up to a buck fifty? Oh, I had to, I'm pulling it up right now, but the. Uh well, the reason I'm bringing that up it's is because, because it's increasing as we. Listen, I, I know it's every day. It's not to not to be less than. <laughs> yeah, not to be less than five hundred bucks. Not to be less than because we're. I mean, seriously, we're 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 quite a ways away from the panfish challenge. But I can't believe how many people have caught wind of this thing, and sponsors are starting to just crawl out of the woodwork and come out and want to be a part of it. Well, we're always looking for additional sponsors because again, all the money and the proceeds that we generate from the tournament go to everyday. Uh, Blessings Children's Home in Thanota Sassa and uh, the South Sumter County FFA alumni. Uh, so two great causes to come out and support uh, the Panfish Challenge. And, of course, right now, as you said, it has kicked up. You know, first place is paying five fifty, second three fifty, and third is two fifty, And, of course, fourth and fifth, $150 uh, for fifth, 100 for fourth. And it's going to be a, a, a really, again, send, a, a good weekend. To send me an email for, about that so I can forward it to Thermosol. No, seriously. So yeah, we could use some Thermosol up there because them mosquitoes travel. They'll be following <laughs> us from here to there. Well, I, I, won't for, I remember last year. I won't forget it. I won't forget them. So. No, it was nice. But uh, go and check out our Facebook page. We have the flyer. Uh, it's on our events page. Uh, more information will be coming. And as I said, 
we're updating the flyers almost every at least once a week because we have so many people that are jumping on board and and more money's coming through the door so by the time we get at the end of this thing man you can make a pretty good uh pretty good little house payment there by the end oh, of the, the tournament la- last year was a lot of money remember? yeah, yeah it's right. going to go as we go we are being a wild here Fishhawk Sporting Clays, come on out and see us. We'll be right back. Thank you, Carlos. Welcome. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors broadcasting live out at Fishhawk Sporting Clays. Uh, Bill George is out here this morning. Carlos, the Cuban redneck, is with us. Carlos Lopez. Stop. Glenn's uh, over there. Uh, I don't I don't know. He disappeared again. Uh, he's checking out all the goodies. Is that what it is? He's I getting first so. in line, getting yep. over there and uh, starting to peruse. Yep. Uh, we're going to be out here shooting Sporting Clays a little bit later on this afternoon. And then, of course, we're going to have some nice lunch. And we're going to see if we can take home some prizes and uh, all that kind of good stuff. And uh, Man, look at all those boxes of donuts. <laughs> oh, that's Jeez. where Gordon disappeared off to. Eight boxes of donuts. What? Setting up the coffee, look. Nice. Yep. Go yep. grab a box of those, man. No. Just bring them over here. Oh, that's he's, a, pro- that's oh, a he's, producer's he's, job. He, he's smart. He doesn't take one donut. He, he buys two. two. Yeah. That way he doesn't have to go back until another commercial break. It's all good. Oh, wait, now Glenn's back. Shh, here he is. Shh, quiet. Don't let him know we've been talking about him. Well, when we were in break, we were talking about those thermocells. And, uh, no, we weren't. You were. Yeah. Are you sure we're in break? So was I. No, we're not in break. We're talking. <laughs> <laughs> you were gone. We were talking. It was funny because but. out here, usually when we set up out here in the wilds, we uh, Glenn, I should say, is the great supplier of thermocells. Yeah, and, uh, and I don't get any any support. What do, what do you mean when I'm here? I where's your bring, where is it? I, I left my bag in the uh, car. Nah, 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 nah. He could justify it. He's got the hat on. Yeah, I, I yeah it doesn't hat. that doesn't they won't stop bite mosquitoes. Him. They won't bite him because <laughs> the thermosail hat scares him away. I think the record. Uh, I think uh, where were we? We had Fishhawk. I mean, we were at Tinnerock. How many did you have going that day? I had three. I think we had four. No, I think it was four or five. I had three myself. I had two. I bought two. So we had five. I think we had two underneath (laughs) the picnic tables and three across the top (laughs) to keep them all at bay because um, they're a great product. And as we said at the beginning of the show, if you don't own one, I, I don't understand how you live in Florida and spend any time outside and not at least have one somewhere. And it was funny because during the break, Bill George was talking about the fact that he has – how many thermocells do you even imagine that you have? I'd say over 20 from the years. 20 of them. Yeah. And the thing is, is he says – That might be more than me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's all purpose. And I've been sponsored by them for 10 years. Yeah. But, but the, the funny thing is, is the reason why he has 20 is because he refused to throw any of them away, even oh, if yeah, they don't work. Yeah, how yes. many of the 20 are working? That's right. Some are in there, the back of the truck yeah, for parts. There's not very many that are working. But that's what it, I said. It's like it, a junk man. I got, you know, I, so I have them for parts. Yeah, I San, made Sanford, grill. yeah Sanford and Son over here. <laughs> oh, he's got the antique. If you're looking for that one particular switch. 
Uh, he probably has it. <laughs> yeah, the, the igniter or what? I'll take the igniter out of one because it still works, but the frame is cracked. I need so, the striker or the striker. striker out here. Yeah. Carlos did save me at the beginning of the year. I, I was out turkey hunting, and mine stopped working. So I tried. I went, tried to pick one up at a, a, a store, and they were out. And so I called Carlos. I said, how can they be out? Here we are at the, one of the most critical times That's of why the, they're out. The, the season. And there's none on the shelf. They need to at be that told. store. You just got to at go that store. Else. Well, you, you know. could have Amazon well, we, well, and they'd have brought it out with a drone. Sure, we yeah. were we were hooking off that day, <laughs> yeah, so we, I just bought him a new yeah, one. Yeah, he he, he brought me one of these new fandangled ones that uh, are out there. It kind of looks. He says, but it won't fit in your old case. I said, mm-hmm. It went in my I said old it, case. Might, it might not fit. It in fit in my case. old case. <laughs> What's the one you asked him about, Gordon? What was the one? Is that the one you asked him about? It's a 450. 450? Yeah, the MR450. What, yeah. what makes that one so different than my old uh, Reliable? It's just a, they're, you know, every year they come out with something new. It's more ergonomic. It's um, it's just a better it, unit. It's it, more sleek. You know. Yeah, it, it looks pretty neat. So but, you can't um, hang on to it. The, the one thing that I don't particularly care about. It's the latest and greatest. Is is. It will have a blue light on it, it once it comes up to temperature to sh- tell you, I guess, that it's working. Yeah. But if, if, you, if you don't put, put the, the battery, battery yeah. if you don't put the battery in it, the little blue light doesn't come on. So so put the battery in it like it says so on the instructions. No. I, oh, just, I just touch the unit or look at it. Yeah. And, you know. Now so, we know why he has 20 of them that don't work. No, we went gator hunting la- last year, and I had them already before they hit the market. And I had the light on, and he goes, "What's that light on? Turn that light off." I'm like, "You can't." When you, you see a blue the, light, <laughs> you got to take the battery <laughs> it's out. It's usually not a good. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> had a flashing one on the back especially, of the air. Especially with Bill, as many birds as you got in picture. You yeah. can't take it. You can't take it. You know, you can't just take it out. You need a screwdriver. So I was like, "Give me some electrical tape." So I just put some Boop. tape over it. <laughs> Is it that bright at night? I mean, yeah, can you see it that it's bright? It's in, in the pitch dark, yeah. It's, you know, but it's not that bright. It's just... What he, were you worried? Some alligator was going to see a blue light? And uh, an alligator away. could see over the rim of the boat into yeah. the seat. Yeah, and see and that run the away. Lights on. Yeah. Swim off. Hurry, quick. Blue lights. Ah! It's just a it's distraction. Safe over there. Yeah. I use the batteries now for my little light, my little thermosol light. So you don't even the put hat. the batteries in yours anymore, anymore. either? Nah. Nah. So, Bill, with all the uh, turkey hunting you've done, any tick issues? Uh, I've only had one at my waistband this year. I've I've had a couple crawl on me, but I've only had one on the waistband. But I've been warned that Pennsylvania ticks are pretty thick this year. So. Wait, is that now? Was it a full-grown tick or like the ones that got on Glenn when he went up to Illinois that one year? Well, I really the don't sea know. Ticks. The, it was not a sea tick. It was it was a little tick, the the deer-sized tick, but it had grown to. Big, roly-poly size. You know what? I, I, I read an interesting article, and they were talking about Lyme disease and stuff this past week. They said that it's the smaller ones that yes. actually transmit them, not the adults. Right. It seems like when they're younger, uh, the disease or whatever it is they're carrying is more potent or, or it's, easier it's, transferable. It's a different type of tick. But they're the tiny, tiny yeah, the ones, small not small ones. Correct. The, well, the big the thing ones. is you got to watch it and make sure you don't get the bullseye ring, or if you see anything like that, or a rashes. You know, my grandson he uh, had one on him last night, and of course Wade pulled it and broke it. But it's uh, as they say, it'll fall out. The rest of it will because it's just a little pincher thing or whatever the gripper. Whatever they use to attach themselves. Usually, you itch them out. <laughs> you yeah. scratch them well, out to where I mean, it's done. La- last year, my buddy, he ended up 
he's a guy that turkey hunts for like three months a year. He ended up finishing up his season. He had Lyme disease, Rocky Mountain fever, and uh, that had something that, else that yeah. brought shingles out for him. So I mean, he was hurt. He had, bad. He had the trifecta. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his head was all swelled up. I mean, it it, it just it was bad. Yeah, so, that's not a good thing. Had, of course, you won't be able to eat. You know, different people, it affects them different ways. But a lot of times you just can't eat any more of that protein meat or something. It just so Your body doesn't break down protein like it used to. So they tell you to lay off the meat. That's Yeah, that'd be a horrible day. <laughs> that'd be a horrible day for me. <laughs> but, not, you, know, you can tell we're not vegetarians by uh-huh. no means. <laughs> but, I, that you know, this time of year, springtime, kids running around, camp starting, whatever it is you're going to be out doing in the woods. You got to take every precaution. It's like Carlos said: if you go and buy yourself a a nice long sleeve shirt, like he wears those Columbias a lot, you know, you can adjust those cuffs, and so well, you don't have to spray your well, whole think, body. You could just spray around the cuff well, of your well, arms. I think the I can give anybody is to wear a compression shirt because that when I get them, I'll get them on my the cuff of my uh, yeah, but see, elbow. You, a long I'm, sleeve will keep them from getting all the way up there, especially if you spray. Around the edges of your uh, of your cuffs. If if you turn around and coat your clothes pre hunt with permethrin, it actually will do an excellent that job. That would of, kill of, Glenn Kinman. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, would not, no, no, not Who has time? Who has time to do that? You do it once at last. You do many it once. washings. Oh, On my old DK Flatwoods netting, I'd spray it and just hose it down, roll it up, put it in a bag. So it's always it's always in there and it's it's treated and they don't have to do anything with it. Yeah. Just take it out, and pull it out, just and go. Wear it on your body so your pores will soak it up, and then you won't have to worry Once about it. Once it dries it. out, they'll land it's on fine. you. They'll fall right off. Do you know what? You know, remember you remember years ago when the hair dryers were going to kill us all? Oh, look at that thing. So yeah, look know, at it. And we're still here, so I'm not worried about it. Well, it blew all my hair out. So <laughs> <laughs> it didn't kill me, but it sure made me bald. It sure made you more handsome. <laughs> well, it's easier to see them now on your head. Yeah. Why was it the only place your mom would ever check was the top of your head for ticks? Because she doesn't want to check anywhere else. <laughs> Once you're over 15, that's it. You're on your own. You're on your own. Armpits, backs, you know, the, the easy stuff, yeah. everything else. Here, take a mirror. Go yeah. in the bathroom. And, uh, do what you got to do. Yeah. It's all good. Go in the bathroom. Have a party. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to take a break for the top of the hour. We come back. We're going to uh, talk with uh, the man who put this thing together. Talk Mr. about Dennis. The, Mr. Dennis Pulaski and talk about what's going to be happening out here at the event today with uh, Trinity Sportsman's. Uh, we hope you'll come out and join us, at least come out and have lunch and uh, buy some raffle tickets for sure. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We invite you to come on out. We're brought to you by G5 Feed and Outdoors and the good folks out of Brandon Ford. We're going to be right back. <laughs> 